Welcome to The Power of Potential, a podcast hosted and produced by St. Rose High School in Belmar, New Jersey. The show is dedicated to helping parents navigate the world of private education while showcasing the potential of its students, teachers, and alumni. St. Rose High School has been empowering potential since 1923. Now, here are your hosts, Director of Communications, Michael Falgaris, and from the class of 2024, Ariana Simon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to the podcast. I'm Michael Falgaris. I'm Mariana Simon. And welcome to another episode of the Power of Potential podcast produced by uh, the students and staff here at St. Rose High School. Uh, This is episode four. Can you believe it that we've been... Going here for the last couple of weeks. I really can't believe it. I feel like we just did the first one, and now we're already on four. Yep, it goes by fast. On last week's show, we covered the Evans Scholarship winners. Uh, on uh, that episode, we had Michael Fleur, and he's here uh, on this episode. So he's a busy guy, Michael. Um, but on this week's show, I'm excited. I heard about what's happening with our new business teacher, Mr. Ritardo, who's here with us today. Uh, and different things that he's been doing with something called the stock market game. What would you do if you were given $100,000? Would you spend it all at once? Would you think about putting some of it in the bank? We'd like to teach you how to invest it so you might grow it. Through the stock market game, you will gain a fundamental understanding of investing and how you will how you might get your money mm-hmm. to work for you. On today's episode, we welcome St. Rose's financial and business teacher, Mr. Anthony Atardo, and a few of his students involved in the stock market game. So here's who's here with us. We have... I am Michael Floor. Okay, and then we have... I'm Chris Eisman. And... I'm Victoria Wilson. Okay, Victoria Wilson and Chris, welcome. Mr. Atardo, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. You, might, you guys just might need to get a little closer to the mic when it's your turn to talk, and you can feel free to move that, move that around. So, Mr. Atardo... How long have you been here with us at St. Rose? Uh, so I haven't been here too long. It started, no. started at the end of January, and so it's just been a handful of months. Tell us a little bit about yourself, because I've been hearing different things from different people, you know, as a new faculty member. What, 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 all good things. All good things. All good things. <laughs> what, what's, your, what's your background like? So I, I kind of went the unconventional route uh, to becoming a teacher. I had uh, spent about 30 years in the investment industry. Uh, I'm aging myself. About 20 of those years, I was an analyst on Wall Street. Uh, most of that time with J.P. Morgan uh, covering stocks. And, and so I've been fortunate to have a Wall Street career, and that's been rewarding. And um, and so the hope in transitioning to teacher is that you take some of those experiences and you try to pass it on to the students, and maybe uh, which allows them to maybe learn things that, that, that you might not find in a textbook. And, and so uh, it's been a great few months, and, and hopefully the kids have been kind of enjoying the uh, the. the occasional stories of, of what's going on out there. And uh, hopefully in, in a little ways, it's, uh, it's inspiring to them. And, and certainly um, what we're going to talk about here is inspiring to me. You know, it's amazing to have someone like you in, in their lives. I didn't have that. I grew, grew up, went to public school. I had one class on like personal finance on like how to write checks. I don't write checks anymore. <laughs> like I, I didn't get the whole you know, how important your credit is, investing money, and, the you know, how compound works, you know. Interest works for you. Yeah. And, like, if if I would have started at 18 and just put $100 away, what would I have now? It's a a really good evolution. It's extremely productive. I mean, when I graduated high school, 
uh, tell the kids story a lot that that uh, when they get to college, they're going to get pounded with uh, credit card companies at the student center, if I remember mm-hmm. right. I mean, ten credit card companies, and and I explain the reason why credit card companies get them while they're somewhat susceptible. They're freshmen in college; they want to spend money. That a lot of them don't don't have money to spend, uh, and so <laughs> and so what you know what we talk about is is rates of interest. Uh, and as you say, how they could work against you uh, for, for a long period of time uh, and things like that. And being able to write a check, um, even though there's technology at play right now, or I'm, I'm not so sure the kids will be, will be writing too many checks oh. going forward. Yeah. But um, it's certainly something that I did not have at all when I was in, in high school. But um, it's, uh, it's essential. What made you go the route of finance? A part, it's partly because of that. I thought there was a white space uh, in a lot of schools. Um, this school was was proactive enough to had implemented business already and personal finance already. Uh, but there's a lot of schools out there that that didn't have it, and uh, which I found as as kind of odd, just given we're in the backyard of Philadelphia and New York and Wall sure. Street, and yeah. a lot of these kids are the are the sons and daughters. Uh, of people that are in finance. Like Ariana. So yes. Have- My dad worked on Wall Street um, for about 15 years in the 80s and mm-hmm. ni- early 90s. So I have some, like, background knowledge of stories. He's told me about the crazy things that were going on in the 80s. I'm sure it's different now. Um, like, of all the, like, great, like, insane parties and stuff that was going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a little insane. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what, I mean. We don't teach that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. That's Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I have like some knowledge and he always is telling me like what you're saying, like you have to act like pay attention to credit and um, interest and all that. And I and I partially didn't listen for a long time because I thought it was far away. Sure. But now it's actually important. I have to hear it. Um, So I think it's actually amazing that you're teaching a class for the kids that didn't have their dad that worked on Wall Street, um, like in school. And and the importance of the words far away is the reason why you do it because if you if you know how much investments accumulate over time then knowing the importance of doing it early in life and what that might mean by the time you retire or get older or want a vacation and so forth um, or you know the opposite effect of that is doing things uh, on the wrong side of interest uh, like we talked about the credit cards doing yeah. that while you're young how that can impact uh, you know the years ahead and so you know, my daughter's in is in school as an eighth grader taking personal finance as a as a requirement, and so I, I think it's great what's going on kind of in at St. Rose and, and, and select schools around. So you've been able to elevate it or inter- integrate into the curriculum this thing called the stock market game. Mm-hmm. You, Victoria, can you share a little bit about what the stock market game is? Before Victoria, oh, yeah. before Victoria starts, I, I just don't want to take credit for implementing it. That the stock okay. market game had been going on here, okay, um, to the credit of of, of you know, my predecessors. Okay, and so I don't want to take full credit for it, but we've continued it because it's fantastic. And Victoria, can take excellent, it. thank you. Um, the stock market game basically, you just like get a a certain amount of fake money. So um, we started with a hundred thousand dollars. And um, we could choose to invest it in whatever stocks we wanted to and whatever stocks we felt would uh, be successful. And so um, you're each put in a team, and then from there you go and your team decides which um, stocks they want to invest in, and then you can make trades as you go. And you're doing it all on the platform? Yes. Yeah. Nice. So it's like a website, and then you like have a login and everything. 
So, Chris, what what is your investment strategy, man? So my investment strategy. I mean, I have a great, I have a great team. I have a great team of people. I have oh, Michael, so this I is a team. Torino. This is a team. This is a team effort. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's a team effort. This is not like individual. I got, I got okay. smarter people with me. <laughs> it's like once a great man yes. once said, you have to surround yourself with smart, with smart people. people. Yep. Um. Uh, so I mean, my investment strategy uh, has really just been trying to look around my surroundings to see uh, what companies are around and more prevalent in my life. Uh, like for instance, one of our investments was Roku in the stock market game. And when I was talking with my team of professional investors, um, <laughs> we were talking about how some of our TVs have Roku built in That's them. In, yeah. And I was like, Oh wait, my, all my TVs have Roku built in them. I didn't even notice it. Cause it's, I don't know. It's just like a part of it. So I was like, Oh, that could be a good thing to look at. And then my smart people team, Agreed. Is well, Chris, good job. That was a smart idea. <laughs> is, is there criteria when you're buying stocks, Mike, that you have to consider? Yeah, there's a lot of things that uh, we look at as a team before we choose which stocks to invest in. We'll check out the P ratio of each stock, you know, what this company will look at, what this company has going forward, their plans for the future. That's extremely important in investing in stocks because maybe this company is doing great now, but if they don't have any plans to expand in the future, um, that, that could be downside so we look at a lot of a lot of future plans for the company and and all that stuff um when looking at a stock have you talked about cri- cryptocurrencies at all because that touched on in, in the class dogecoin, oh, well. dogecoin. Yeah, i know you're cryptocurrencies, just <laughs> there's there's no shortage of conversation about cryptocurrencies in, in the class um and cri- cryptocurrencies is certainly exciting and and it, it's it's uh, especially for the younger investors who are on Robinhood and getting into investments and they see a lot of people making money. Um, and so, uh, you know, one, one of the things that I learned at an early age that I try to pass on to the students is that, uh, you know, there are projections and, and somewhat hope uh, for certain things to be bigger and better going forward. Um, and then there's reality, things that you're using now. Chris mentioned Roku. And, one of the things that I learned as, as an early investor and, and I implemented throughout my career was that uh, I always tell, tell, tell the students, don't look beyond your nose. And so, yes, cryptocurrency could be something. It certainly is something exciting right now and could be uh, you know, very profitable, big businesses going forward. Yeah. But in front of your nose, I, I often suggest you're using Venmo. So why not take what's actually working right now and invest in the owner of Venmo, which is PayPal, uh, and and there's precedence to that, you know that that suggests that you know in, invest you're, in you're, what you invest use. Invest in what you actually. T- Chris nailed it when he talked about Roku. It's when you start to notice that it's on not on one TV but two, three, four. That's growth, right? You're seeing sure. it before sure. your eyes. So Bitcoin right now is a story. And it could be a very lucrative, lucrative story going forward. Uh, but my particular style and what's worked for professional investors like myself, um, you know, through the years has, has been to wait a little bit. Let's see if it, if, it be, if it starts to become a little more of a reality and you start to see sales and profits grow at these companies. And there's still enough upside at that time uh, for it to be an extremely good stock. But right under our nose right now is Venmo. We're all using Venmo and, and paying for it. And so I'm an older guy. I'm conservative. I'm not like the Robin Hood investor. I could certainly understand the excitement about cryptocurrency. I'm going to wait 
but there's certainly a lot of people that, that are jumping jumping forward right now and believing in it. I mean, as an investor, a teacher, a, a father, would mm-hmm. you recommend getting a, your child set up with a Robinhood or a similar M1 finance type of account so that they could and, and giving them some money and sh- Showing them some strategies and maybe starting early, is that a good idea? I think it's great. I mean, investing and learning investing is fantastic. And the earlier you start, the better. Robinhood is like training wheels for for new investors. I mean, it allows you you, to buy with not that much money. Right. Uh, The risk that's floating around Wall Street right now is, is Robinhood may not be teaching people the right route. It's more what we call trading. Uh, meaning, meaning you're in the gym and you heard the guy next to you <laughs> made, you know, a hundred percent return on this cryptocurrency. And, and so you buy it. And, and, and so what investing is, is, is really buying a piece of the company. Um, and, and that's what, uh, that's what most of the, most of the analysts on wall street do is, is you're actually buying a company that's durable, that has a competitive advantage uh, that has a product that's going to grow, as Mike said, you know, as you look at the prospects for the next few years. Because uh, you could get hurt trading. Uh, sure. Not now because everything's going up <laughs> and it keeps going up. But a lot of people haven't seen downtimes. And, and so you try to caution a little bit on trading. Uh, and so what we try to do in the stock market portfolios is really just go through criteria uh, that good long-term companies, which create good long-term stocks, um, um, you know, where they check the boxes is typically a good thing, and that's what we tried to implement. Now, in the stock market game, Victoria, if you want to buy a specific stock, let's say Tesla, and you don't have enough money to buy one share of Tesla, can you buy a, a portion of a share? Like in, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think the stock market game, you have to buy a full share. You have to buy yeah, a full share. Yeah, but you can always like sell um, some of your other stocks. That way you can gain some of that money back. So that way you have enough to buy a full share if you... So choose to do that. Is there criteria on what you can um, on what constitute a share, or you have to buy a, a trade a certain amount of shares, a certain amount, a dollar amount? Um, I think there's a certain amount. There's a minimum on how much money you should spend when you're making a trade. I just don't know what 20, it is. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about maybe five holdings, twenty thousand dollars, not just stocks either. It could be bonds or mutual funds or ETFs. So you're you're playing as a team against other teams in the, in the class. Is that right? Against other teams, against other teams in the class and other teams throughout the state. So there's a lot of different oh. schools oh, and, and teams. Um, and Nation too, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Nation. In the whole um, whole country that are participating in the stock market game, that you know we can see the standings and how their stocks are doing, how our stocks are doing in comparison to theirs, and um, it's a uh, nationwide competition. So and so, does it all start? Does everyone get their hundred thousand dollars on a certain date, and then it resets every year? That- yeah, exactly. I don't know about like year, a certain. Pe- it's like a certain period of time. I think then you say so February twenty. I think late February we started. Okay. Second, and it'll end mid May around the fourteenth or so. Oh, okay. So, so you're in the middle of it now. Yeah. yeah. So where where is your group in reference to other people in the state? Um, as of last week, we were sixth out of seven hundred and sixty people what? in the wow. state. So. Yeah. We, we were doing great last week. We had a great week in the market. Roku was up big time. Microsoft and GM, two of our other stocks, were doing really well. So we have, uh, we've, we're have we right in the mix for both the state and the region, and uh, we're hoping to keep that going as we head out to the, the deadline in May. Okay, so then what ha- if you're in the top ten, is there is there an, another stage? Yeah, like do you, like, win something? Like, what happens? 
so it's the it's a foundation it's a foundation that runs it the SI FMA Securities Industry Financial Markets Association, and so um, you know they, their mission is is really for for the good to to teach, um, and and I, I think more notably they they teach people that may not have the resources. Uh, to learn investing properly. And, and so I don't think they're really about, I, at least I haven't seen anything about like big rewards. Uh, but I've, I've, to, I've told the students that, that, you know, personally, if yeah, there's six out of 750 teams in the state. Insane. So if they could, if they could continue that and win, I think they'll be, we'll get, we'll uh, I think Mr. Ray will stock. step up to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what, what are you taking from this class that you think you could apply in your, in your life moving on? You know, you're a senior, you'll be going to college next year. Um, so, I mean, this is the first time I've ever been exposed to any sort of finance stuff. I've never, I didn't know anything about it until I joined uh, accounting. Um, I think, I mean, I just turned 18. So I think now, like, I, I'm kind of, uh, motivated to try to get like maybe a Robinhood account or some other smaller um, investing platform just to get started. So I have like, a, like at least a little bit of a taste. And with a little bit of the knowledge that I learned from the Mr. Tartar's class, um, I would like to just just get going at least and see what happens from there going into college. I mean, they say there's two different types of strategies. One, you, you know, like money to play with, like trading, but you're really you're young enough to be a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Long term, Well, I'm thinking like I'm in the middle. I'm in, I'm in my 40s, so I'm, I've tried to shift at my strategy to be a little bit more conservative than I was when I was younger. But uh, the younger you are, you can take a little bit more risk and buy different stocks that might be considered a little bit more riskier. You're laughing. Have you been doing that in your portfolio? Uh, no, I was just – oh, um, your program that when the bell goes off, you're ready to get up. Yeah. Is that no, what it is? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just with with the uh, with the stock market game, I put a little bit of research into the stocks. Like I, I just said, hey guys, how about Roku? <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, let's just put twenty thousand in there. Money yeah. change. If it was your money, be if it was my money, I mean, I might have put maybe an extra ten minutes into it, <laughs> but maybe a little longer. Um, do, do you talk any uh, or cover anything about real estate or, um, you know, they have, um, you know, different products now where you can invest in, in real estate without actually owning the real estate? Yeah, so real estate investment trusts yes. uh, are, are options are, that are, they could act. I believe that real estate investment trusts trust are actually options that they could actually invest in in the stock market game if, if they choose and if they were bullish on uh, the prospects Prospects for real estate, which is obviously booming right now, at least at least in our area. Um, uh, the stock market game is interesting because I think you know they they try to teach you to be diversified and maybe invest in real estate, invest in bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, and so forth, which tend to be a little more conservative, give you more dividends, a little you know maybe a little more modest capital appreciation. Uh, but these kids are all gung ho about stocks, and I, I wasn't sure. gonna. I wasn't gonna try to stop the the ongoing herd. And so, what I expected actually came true. Is yeah, you give them five investment options, and you really don't see too many bonds. I, you know, to some to some to the credit of some of uh, the the uh, students on teams uh, in some of my other classes, there are people that bought mutual funds, and maybe they they thought the market may have you know may pull back, which is a reasonable thought. 
then having some of the more conservative options would help. So I love that they're thinking that way. Yes. Um, mm. And that's ultimately the goal. I mean, it's great that they're growing their $100,000 uh, more than most teams in the state. But the ultimate goal is to see things like that, you know, the logic that goes into them buying Roku or the logic behind another team buying uh, an index fund uh, and so forth. Because that's, that's ultimately what you want to see um, in, in the thinking about investing the right way. So in the, in the few short months that you've been a teacher here at St. Rose, and a teacher in general? Teacher in general, yeah. uh, What do you enjoy the most out of it? The outcomes. I mean, you know, you put a lot of work into the lesson planning and, and you know, and, 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 and trying to uh, teach outside the text a little bit and provide color, and ho- hopefully it resonates. And so when I see the outcomes, when I see the kids get it, um, I say kids, I shouldn't say the students get yeah. it. Um, you know, it's, that's what you look for. I mean, you know, you make a career transition. It's, you're doing it because, um, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to, you want to feel, you know, you want to have a job that, you know, where, where you wake up in the morning and you feel gratified when you go home at night. Um, and that's what it is. I coached for years and, and I always had that when I coached sports and, um, you know, when, a baseball team or basketball team did well. It, 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 it made me feel good Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday of that week. Yeah. And yeah. so when I see these kids do well on the test and, you know, and you know that you've resonated and, and it's resonated with them, it's gratifying. So I think that's what I'm, I'm most excited about. Well, I'm, we're very lucky to have you to have yes. someone that has the experience of being in the field to yeah. be able to then teach it in, in our, in our class with our students. Right. I think that the fact that you were actually on Wall Street and you did this for like 20 years, like you said, that adds an extra um, like level to what you're teaching because you have real life experience, not just you were a teacher and then you decide to teach this and you're doing it from the textbook. Mm -hmm. I think that adds another level. Completely. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Well, anything else you want to share about the stock market game? Can I know your balance? Are you able to tell me that or? Yeah. I can I can go millions into that and millions a and millions. little bit. So, um, I believe as of like a couple of days ago. So, like we said, we started out with a hundred thousand dollars. Right. We originally invested about um, seventy five thousand to start into Disney, General Motors, and Microsoft. You um, did Disney at this time. Yeah. Are you um, considering that a recovery stock? When we bought it, it was pretty high. It's a little down right now, but we I we like Disney with all their you know with the success of the Disney Plus streaming platform sure. and the. Possibilities of summer, like Disney World, um, reopening, and getting a lot of okay. more uh, profit out of that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so, and then a couple weeks later, we had added Roku to our profile to finish out the $100,000. Uh, I believe right now we've made over, just over $10,000. Um, so we've, you know, a 10% profit out of our 100, 100% is pretty good. And it's, you know, kept us in like the top 10 in the state. So we're very happy with that. That's exciting. Yes. Well, good luck. I, I want to know what happens. And we're going to hold Mr. Atardo. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. We're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Choosing the right high school is critical. Finding the right fit is key. At St. Rose, we teach our students to push the envelope, to look beyond themselves and to discover their full potential. Be more at St. Rose. To watch and listen to the show extras or to check out the show notes from today's episode, visit srhsnj.com slash pop. 
Wow, what a great idea! This whole you know, the idea of the stock market, Gabe, really putting it, put it like what you're learning in class to like real world applications. Yes, I learn best when I'm giving like real world situations yes. in math and English and everything. So the fact that there's like this whole game and um, you get to like really fake invest in stocks and different companies that I think I would learn so much better that way than if I was just told to read a textbook and memorize. Uh, I, I don't do well with that. I used to have an English teacher my senior year in high school who would read from the textbook every day. And I didn't feel like she supplemented it at all. And I would complain to her and I got in trouble a lot. But it's good to know that we have teachers here at St. Rose who are uh, able to you know, really engage the students and I'm really happy for you guys and good luck with everything. So on next week's show, we are we're moving on to the art department. And have you seen some of the artwork that's been outside the classrooms here? Yes. My homeroom is actually one of the art rooms with Mrs. Fulton. So I see it every day. Plus I do bagpipe. So after school, I see it too. Um, it's so impressive. Like some of the, some of the kids are so, so talented. I'm definitely not an artist. No, not an artist, but... Not, neither am I. So I'm excited to talk to Mrs. Zagorski. She's one of our teachers and different portraits that our students have been working on. And also check out our top 10 mass. Our top 10 mass happens. We were able to celebrate the top 10 students at St. Rose High School based on their GPA. And those students will also be recognized at graduation, which is coming up in June. You guys don't have much left in school. No, I think we got like less than four weeks of school left. We're, less we're, than a month. We're excited. Yeah. Today's 20th. Graduation's Early, coming oh, up. It's going yeah. by so fast. I mean, are you, I, I'm sure oh, you're excited. Are you nervous? A, a little bit for college, but I think we'll all do fine. I think you're going to do great. Yeah. We're going to close it up here. Thanks so so much for watching today's episode, whether you're watching it or listening to it. And for all the show notes from today's episode, visit srhsnj.com slash pop. Thanks, everyone, for listening um, to the fourth episode of the yeah. Power Potential podcast. A new episode drops every Tuesday, and the podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Power of Potential podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Subscribe to hear past and future episodes. Learn more about St. Rose by visiting our website at srhsnj.com. 